Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hey babes. Um, I don't know why, but it brings me great joy to call you all babes. This week I'm releasing a hoovering I actually recorded a month or two ago, but I thought now is the time. As lockdown, here in the UK at least, uh, eases again, and gyms reopen again, and the sun starts to shine occasionally. Uh, It seems that a lot of us, not surprisingly, are feeling a bit sort of weird or anxious or annoyed with themselves for caring about their bodies. So... I thought it was high time to introduce you to Nikki Hobday, an amazing personal, uh, personal, personal trainer <laughs> uh, and theatre performer. Uh, because if now isn't the right time to eat a massively sweaty burger followed by a chocolate bar sucked through a cup of tea with an official fitness person, whenever bloody is. Thanks for listening, first of all, though, to the Hoovering Pod. And uh, if you wouldn't mind telling other people about it, that would be great. You can do it to their face again now. If you're outside, you might have to shout because of the wind. But do it. Um, One way of letting other people know about this podcast is to give it a five-star review and subscribe to it. That sort of um, helps it work its way up the charts and ladders. Um, If you want to help the podcast financially, I'd be very pleased. (laughs) You can give one-off payments using Acast Supporter. If you're thinking, I would like to give you a fiver once and then never talk about it again. Or you can become a monthly financial helper from as little as two quid a month uh, by becoming my patron. Go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you'll see all sorts of podcast related guff that I will swap in exchange for your hard-earned pennies. Stuff like guest recipes and lots of completely exclusive content. For example, Nikki and I talked for considerably longer than the podcast girth allows. And so there is some properly brilliant um, hoovering that is going to be exclusively for my patrons. Um, Okay, last thing to tell you about before we get into it is that I'm feeling optimistic kill me um i've got rescheduled tour dates they're on my website jessicafosterq.com if you keep an eye on there i'll shout about it here but i don't know exactly when they'll go up but um there, lots some london dates are going to be added soon as well just a handful of warm-up dates 
and I think that's for something big <laughs> for me um, that's as much as I can say about it at the moment but um, there are some London dates to be added other than that these are the only tour dates that made it through the last fucking year but I mean if you're looking at that I've had some tweets and some people on Instagram stuff saying boo you know I'm sort of gutted why aren't you coming back to insert place name here and there are some cities I am particularly heartbroken about not being able to make it back to it's not because I didn't want to or I'm too lazy it's because the theatre didn't have the venue or the theatre didn't have dates that weren't like way into the future and I can't keep doing the same show for the rest of my life but there will be future gigs and future shows lots and lots of them and they will be all being well with the covidness all flipping over the country I'm not a snob I'll come to wherever you live at some point I promise um yeah all right let's get into it Nikki and me hoovered over the zooms sorry about the eating noise it's all me I don't know how to eat a big beautiful burger in any other way than like a fucking animal so deal with it you'll be relieved to know it's over quite quickly I was very hungry um body size and calories are mentioned in this episode but I believe always in a very perfunctory way uh however if you are avoiding that sort of chat completely at the moment please know that this episode might not be for right now for you yeah and that's it I challenge you not to come away from this one blooming peckish Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's officially begun. Um, I am coughing because I've probably maybe made a terrible mistake. Um, but first of all, hi, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Good. And what, it's what so nice to meet you, you virtually. So yes. we've both brought a food item to this party and it is a party. We have. And yours, right. which is the savoury item. Yes. So we're beginning with it because we're not murderers. No. Um, uh, you said to get a jalapeno griller, which is a new type of vegan burger from the company Wicked. I think yep. predominantly Wicked sold Kitchen, yeah. Wicked Kitchen. Um, sold often in Tesco's, maybe exclusively. I don't know. I'm not in marketing. Um, I couldn't find them, but <gasps> I kept looking until last night. And because you had been like, I'll drive you some round. I'm going to drive you no, some well, round. No, I literally would have done that. Yeah. No, but I couldn't bear it on a Sunday night. <laughs> To get you, well, we've not met in real life yet, to drive to fucking Catford to make sure I had a jalapeno griller. So, because yeah. Tesco's, it's not that you haven't got Wicked Kitchen jalapeno grillers in Catford's several Tesco's yet. That's, that's ridiculous. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. So, well, they did have, and what I got, because actually somebody, I, I, I have a Patreon tier mm-hmm. where they can sort of dare me to eat things about a year year and a half ago somebody said eat a beyond burger fake burger oh yes also nice also nice i had i have now had them and they are bloody delicious but i've not had one on the podcast because at the time they only sold them in like i think tgi fridays and one other sort of expensive soho burger place but now you can get them in the supermarket so i've got one of them but because i did was so sad about not having a jalapeno griller what i've done is grated a scotch bonnet (laughs) onto my brioche bun um near some mayonnaise near the cup of tea yes i've got mine at the ready everything could be okay I think it will. Now, what I will say, Jess, is you do at some point need to try these these grillers. It's an absolute promise. I can <laughs> I can tell from your Scotch bonnet gratings yep. there that you're not a fan. I mean, you're not afraid of the heat. No. And there is a warmth that comes through on the griller. Right. That I think you'll appreciate. Right. So <clears throat> what's happened is I've just eaten a bit of tomato while you were right. talking there. That's gone straight to the back of the throat, hasn't it? Yeah, I am coughing. It's just, funny. From, just from the air above my burger, I've got yeah. a bit of a cough happening, which doesn't bode that well. It's good listening, I imagine, what's about to happen to me. Yeah. But um, Nikki, are you up for doing most of the chatting? <laughs> if my throat closes no. up, could you... Take over the chat. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Type in the box what you want me to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can, just do I it via the chat. for both of us. Yeah. Excellent. Brilliant. It really We're does crack burn. crack on with this? That really does burn. Yeah. I think we probably should crack on with this and then we'll, yeah. we'll try talking again afterwards. I did take exactly. your hint on the brioche bun. I bloody yes, love I mean, a brioche it, bun. So do I. <laughs> and it really can class up a burger, I find. Yeah. A burger from home. Yeah. Treat yourself. 
Right. Oh, God. Yes, please. I'm going in. I'm going in. Mmm. Oh, for mm. God's sake. <laughs> Fucking. Yes, mm. please. Fuck. Oh, can I God. ask you about condiments? Yeah. You can. What have you got going on in there? Um, do you know what? I've kept it so simple. I've got form, mm. Nikki, for really overdoing it. And like, you just, <laughs> there's too many things to taste yeah. them all. I've got some Dorset smoked chilli sauce that was a, mm. a birthday, a Christmas present from my missus. I'm from Dorset, from the Dorset mm. Chilli Company. And I thought, no, not today. Almost any other day that would be in there. And I thought, you're grating. Not with a Scotch, f- yeah. Scotch bonnet. Yeah. Probably half of it actually made it in, into a burger. <laughs> Don't add another chilli element. So no, I've just, it's just not. mayonnaise. I've got some sort of spiky lettuce that came in the veg box. Mm. A really lovely tomato, an on the vine. So you know, you get the tomatoes that it's not quite on the vine. An, yeah, on the vine. It's, you can smell, you can smell the vine on it. Um, it's, it's not quite a whole, it, it's one of those ones. It's not quite an adult tomato, but nor mm. is it a baby or a cherry. Yes. It's somewhere in between. It's a teenager. teenager. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Adolescent firm, tomato. Firm slice through or? Very nice. By oh. tomorrow, it might be almost saggy skinned. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's, by tomorrow, yeah. she'll be under it. pressure to get work yeah. done. Yeah. You've got her at the right age. I have. I've got her in a sexual mm. peak. <laughs> But before she's insecure about, yeah, I've got, yeah, it was absolutely lovely. And I, it is bloody delish, even with that heat. It needed, mm. I couldn't, that Scotch bonnet can't be delivered to me on its own. It needed to be encased yeah. in the rest of this. Talk me through the absolute, in as much detail as you can muster the contents of your burger too. Please. Oh, I could do the podcast solely on that. If, well, we, <laughs> so I'm just happy stop me if, it gets if you're happy. Yeah, no, no, we'll just, we'll just sort of pop <clears throat> some, some chat on the end about exactly. anything. Exactly. Stick it in right at the end. Yeah. Um, what I will just add to what you were saying about yours is mm-hmm. I think the brioche, the sweetness of that might help mm. with the scotch bonnet, take some of the heat heat out because mm. you want the balance, don't you? There's a load of dairy in brioche as well, isn't there? Oh, yeah, probably. I didn't mm. think, are you vegan? No. Mm. Really lapsed. Once upon a time. Every now and again. Tried it. Yeah. Dabbled. For a year. Dabbled, mm. flirted. Mm. Really flirted. It was a phase. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, not um, when I first started the podcast, I really was quite vegan, and so anyone who's listened to it for all three years has watched a really steady and tumultuous decline <laughs> into into a pretty much a pescatarian, most of the time vegetarian. Um, I don't eat meat or fish at home. My partner is a proper vegetarian, um, but if there's a takeaway or a restaurant. I'm getting fish in my life. And every now and again, um, every now and again, meat. Mm. Same. Happy days. Happy days. It is, isn't it? It's like, and then, yeah, then you've got no absolute rules, which for me personally are a bit of a no-no. Exactly. No, yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah. Flexibility. Yes, And exactly. balance. And balance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So now, please, may I know everything that's inside yes. your jalapeno griller? And well, also, it's a bit pervy, but can I have a really good look at it? Is it as thick oh, as mine? absolutely. No, oh. I, I wish, I, you know, I do want to drive one round. I mean, yeah. I do live in North London, so it is quite a drive, isn't it's it? Prob- and probably illegal at time of speaking. Yeah, because we, we are in lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Although you could say it's a food drop, which I think is allowed for. Oh, yeah, maybe. But... Is it weird to send you a fridge item in the post? Probably. <laughs> no, but you mm. do, honestly, you need to try these. because. Okay. I've been through a lot of burgers, and I think this is up there. Okay. So that's why I suggested it. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> I've gone for the brioche. Yep. Um, because that's that just makes a burger. I find. Mm. Mm. I'll, I don't mind another bread, but that is the best. I made a burger sauce, like yeah. an absolute burger twat. Yeah, please. I, I want to know all about it. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what is in a burger sauce? Do you know how to no. make it? Is it a relish? Do you mean like a burger relish? Yeah, I'm talking a classic burger relishy sauce that you'll get in a burger when you order a burger out. No, I don't. I, it, to me, I'm thinking in my head what it looks like. It's like a more, yeah. it's like, 
a cross between a chilli sauce and a salsa. Again, an adolescent. If that's if one's the baby, one's yeah. the adult. What we've got here is like, in terms of chunkiness of innards, but that's what I'm looking at. I'm probably looking at oniony things and tomatoey things with a few green flecks. Don't know what they are. Right. And um. And am I? And am I? Is it quite sweet? It's quite sweet. But right. you, you're off, Jess. I'll tell you what's uh, in it. Fine. Thank Much you. to my surprise, recently. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought, I bloody love a burger sauce. And that is the one thing that, for me, will separate a burger at home mm-hmm. to a burger when I'm out. Yep. Um, occasionally, I have bought a burger sauce from the kind of jar section of, yeah, yeah. you know, you can buy them, yeah. readily available. And a few weeks ago, I thought, I wonder what's in that. Because what I tend to do at home is just mix most of the condiments that are in my fridge. Yeah. And it turns out that's what a burger sauce is. Oh. It's tomato, mustard, mayo, and um, a bit of gherkin juice. <gasps> and a gherkin, if you've got one. Yeah, that's it. Oh, my God. This feels like... Do you remember when you found out that the pink sauce for prawn salad was just ketchup and mayo? Yeah, it's that. And everyone was like... Equivalent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So the sweetness, Great. you're getting that from from the tomato sauce. Ah, okay, from the ketchup. You're getting a little bit of a... It goes a bit runnier with the juice of the gherkins, whatever. But, yeah. you know, and, and, and most you've got those things in your fridge if you like a yeah. condiment. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Fab. Thrilled Just about want that. to come back to the burger bread issue. Sorry, yeah. Um, they had one in there, a bun in there, that they were calling yeah. some sort of Yorkshire cake, but it was, a, it was next to the brioche. But it was less brown. It was yellow. And I mm. thought, I want to try that. It looked like it was made of a similar... It had a yeah. similar squilch to a brioche, but it didn't have the same... I imagine it lacked the sweetness. Mm. I'd try that. Um, I might go I, as far to describe that as a bap, but I don't know if that's... It could have a been bap a bap. I, I think... Oh, I think I've got fussier about the a burger bun as I've got older. The idea of one of those sad old wholemeal... Dusty old home. No, no, that yeah. is a family barbecue at best. At best, even then, like it's sort of up there with wholemeal pasta. As no, 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 fuck off. Taste yeah. of m- musk. Is it? Yeah, Carpet. it's a musky bog standard. Yeah, but you can do better. Basically, it tastes of. It imagine suckling a tweedy jacket. Yes, exactly. But the elbow patch of one. Yes, yeah. maybe corduroy. Looking corduroy. <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't need that. No and need. Even worse, I would say, one of those sort of plasticky, arid, sesame topped, really scraping the barrel there. That's mm. just dust and glue, isn't it? That's dust and glue. And it is yeah. scraping the barrel. Again... I feel like it has got a place at a family barbecue. Do you? I, I don't know why specifically a family barbecue, but, yeah. you know, that's the kind of thing that I imagine my mum might get in. I'd rather just... If that I, I, makes me a snob and I'm putting my hands up to that, mm. but if that was the only option, I'd rather I'd rather just have the burger and something oh, like yeah. maybe some cheese or a tomato balancing a naked, a naked burger yeah a naked mm. burger and look like some sort of loser carbivore <laughs> the other use I found for a scotch bonnet is um, um, grated into a, like a fit peanut sauce to drizzle on something Ooh. so you've got peanut nice. butter soy lime juice grated oh that sounds yeah. amazing. Can you yeah, taste the flavour nice. of a Scotch bonnet or are you just getting heat from that? No, I think okay. it is a very fresh type of heat. It's yeah. not tomato-y. It's a quite different. It's quite, as I was about to say, spicy, which is a fucking ridiculous way to describe a chilli. It's like calling yeah, a wine I know what you mean. Grapey. There's a difference between spicy and hot. Yeah, and actually I think some mm. chilies, the ones we're sort of used to traditionally in the UK, those sort of longer ones, they're so mild and almost tomato-y. They're quite fruity. Yeah. And these aren't fruity. I think they're like earthy or something there's something oh, like yeah. <gasps> shocking mm. and then it's over yeah punchy I see. yeah Ooh, yeah I like that. maybe they're like doing karate chops on you taste yeah. wise yeah it's that kind of experience mm, yeah brilliant sure well i have actually finished my burger okay great well so, um, sorry i okay. did walk, walk that down yeah fair enough <laughs> i've been so excited about mine but not as excited as i am to never stop talking <laughs> 
Talk to me about eating growing up. I've got no idea about... Yeah. We've just met. I want to know about met. eating growing up. Where, how, who, everything. Well, I grew up with... Well, I actually grew up in the north, mm-hmm. England, in Cheshire, um, just outside of Manchester with my family. And that is my mum, my dad, and my two younger siblings. Lovely. And food-wise, I actually, I was thinking about this. I feel like I was completely oblivious about food, really, for, for until maybe I went to uni, maybe a bit after. Oblivious just, in the sense that you just never thought like, about it. I just never thought about it, Jess. I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought about it when I was eating it. Mm. And I loved it. But it was just very kind of, I was really kind of uneducated about what it was doing to or for mm-hmm. my body. And um, I think I had a really good balance of it. The kind of food we would eat, as you know, my mum looked after us mostly. My dad was at work. Um, and if you, so if you came around to my house for tea, yeah. you'd get, um, my mum used to do this really sweet thing. It would be kind of oven oven vibes or she'd make mm. a mince that sort of thing Lovely. um a classic mince yeah um and i remember do you remember those like a bit like chips potato shapes that were alpha the alphabet alpha oh, yes, bites I, do. I don't know that we ever had those as often as we had um smiley faces but it's yes, the same vibe same, isn't same it? vibe yeah. very similar sort of vibe, slightly yeah. crusty coating on yeah. a sort of Delicious. molten inside so good yeah yeah so good well i think they were called alpha bites yeah. absolute staple in our freezer yes. and yes. when when um when i had friends around my mum would um put the ne- spell the name out of my friends in in alpha bites which obviously would be a bit good if your name was just jess <laughs> can you yeah. go with jessica <laughs> Yeah, if you mind. No, but she'd, I like she'd keep a pile Jessica. aside. But it was just when when tea was ready, would go down and oh, I love see these it. Plays. It was so, so sweet. Oh, that is so sweet. You would be like giving the longest. But it's actually yeah. Jessica <laughs> Alice Foster King. Yeah, um, yeah. Can you not? Exactly. <laughs> I but love I, it. What I a know. sweet mum. I, th- I know. I have got the sweetest mum, but I feel like I didn't quite. I think I appreciated that. I don't think I was a complete arsehole about it. But what I were your don't... parents like about fussiness? Was there any countenance? Was there any room for fussiness if it was um, if there were three of you and um... well we weren't very fussy really I don't think That's and in in general I think in the family it's a bit um, it just feels a bit awkward to be fussy about something mm. so they'd be very accommodating but yeah. I did have um, a brief stint of being gluten free because I thought it made me bloated a few years ago uh-huh. and um, it was a nightmare for my nana oh. because you know she'd be like oh go on just a bit of flour. And I and it and it felt really awkward and impolite to be like, oh, I'm just trying to see if it's you know. I mean, it turns yeah. out I wasn't allergic to gluten and thrilled to have it back in my life. But yeah, it's that kind of that kind of vibe in my family. So I think the same with the smaller families. You know, we we kind of ate what we were given and appreciated it. And no, I liked it. Um, it's <laughs> very much the nature of the podcast. Yeah, um, I can imagine. <clears throat> lots of clinking and clanking, and at the moment, nearby traffic mm. or pets. There's been a lot of pets on recent episodes. Mm. Um, uh, the reason I ask is because for some reason your mum's kindness with the alphabites um, really reminded me of how disdainful my mum was of anyone I brought back who didn't eat everything because I think she'd been right. spoilt, spoilt by a child who was intensely omnivorous yeah um and actually to this day both my parents they've not been together for a very long time love talking about disdainfully playfully not cruelly but about people who are fussy and i yeah. i don't think i've mentioned that really on the podcast it's so you know, and, and my dad. Talk, did you? What, so you'd know people who were like vegetarian. Yeah, you know, they'll be like, they'll. My dad will love to talk about an uncle that only only really eats potatoes. You know, would never yeah. have a curry or never even had a red sauce or you know. You know oh, imagine, and you're like, I suppose actually. It was more of a maybe it was more of a to do for that generation, and whereas my mum would be like, well. You can't go wrong with a spaghetti bolognese. And then every now and again, she'd f- encounter a child that didn't even like that. And she'd be like, 
yeah, no, yeah, you can't, I don't know, can't do person. it, can't not do it. And it's not, you know, it's not, I understand when you've got parents who've got several kids to feed, you know, and you're doing something different for each yeah. of them every night and you're like, I'm done with this, I'm done with this. Whereas, um, yeah, my, my parents just had the one child to share between two houses who would eat anything. <laughs> so, oh, brilliant, yeah. I'm not quite sure what the root of their um, annoyance is with fussiness. But yeah, I think it just gets drilled in, doesn't it? In some childhoods, like... You you get what you're given, and it's sort of no bad thing. I can't. Um, I'm a big old hypocrite. I'm really good. I'm taking myself around in circles here. But on the one hand, I can't imagine giving my kid more than one option, like being like, "Here's this for you, and here's this for you." It took me double time, <laughs> but I've only got one kid who does eat everything, so I got very lucky. Perfect. Say scrum diddly umptious. No. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. So I learned about you from a, f- a former guest, mutual friend, the oh, yes. Rachel Mars, and um, yes. she told me she had you as her personal trainer when she was on a mission to look like Tom Daly, yeah. <laughs> and that um, you had lots of amazing chats about queerness and things, and you are also a performer, um, and that you talked all sorts of things about gender and bodies and everything, so immediately I was like... I want to get to know this lady. Get her on my podcast. Sharpish. Um, so I want to talk about, well, I want to talk about the breadth of your work, really. But um, oh, should we start with the personal training business? Let's start with that. I think it's, in, I don't think you can um, extract, I don't think you can disentangle eating and bodies and body yeah. image. So I think it's, I love getting... I love getting people on the podcast who understand about fitness, but it also sounds like you're very down with... It says on your public profiles and stuff that you you do a very, very personalised personal training. And I guess that's... I mean, talk me through that, like just an acknowledgement of the um, unending whirlwind of baggage that comes with each individual that might come to you for <laughs> one reason or another. Yes, as a PT. exactly. And yeah. I want to welcome that baggage. And yeah. also, I think... You know, it, personal training is personal. It's supposed to be bespoke to the person that's coming to you. And uh, obviously that is about that person's body and that person's uh, desires and goals. Yeah. And so so in some ways, you know, my, my really personal training is should be no more personal than any personal trainer's service. But I, yeah. for, for me, it felt like a kind of important additional word to slip on there because I feel like the word personal has got lost in the world of personal training. And um, especially with in light of queerness, really. And, and actually, I'm not even just talking about sexuality and gender when I talk about queerness in training. I talk about lifestyle because mm-hmm. as a personal trainer we are taught when you qualify you're taught how you know the kind of anatomy physiology training systems moves exercises all of that obviously and then everyone is kind of divided into a general population clients and right. kind of athletes and and people like you the personal trainers you know like really? so we we are elite not not elite but it's like it's like we are uh, we are a different brand of people because we train all the time and we, you know, we we um, kind of know what we're doing in the gym or and and not in a yeah. not in a wanker's way but just in a kind of there's gen pop clients and there's uh, personal trainers right. and I just found it kind of interesting to be in all of those discussions because. For me, my general population, my network of people is artists. And there's such a queerness to that lifestyle. The, the general population clients that we are taught as, as trainers to know how to speak to and train and what, what their kind of goals and desires might be, it's really heteronormative, yeah. And it's really uh, gendered, binary gendered. Yeah. It's about the gaze of somebody else. So you know, like women want to look like this because of the male gaze and vice versa. Yeah. Um, which which all the way through I'm sitting there thinking, well, not not all men. Yeah, <laughs> not all yeah, women. Yeah. Um and and then 
there's there's also a queerness to the lifestyle because the reason I got into fitness was because I was bored. You know, I was I was mm. in lockdowns and quarantines before they were cool because if I'm not on tour, I was at home. Like literally kind of, I couldn't really get a job or commit to a gym membership even because yeah. I was going away. You know, I'd be going away for two months. So yeah. I'd, in between, a way to feel like I've done something with my day after I've yeah. sent the one email I need to send, <laughs> I would like go into the garden and do a hit yeah. or, yeah, you yeah. know, I started to learn a bit more about how to move my body, which I personally got from, I also worked in gyms because I always, right. I worked in the arts um, and toured and the kind of performance that I do is like a little bit niche. So, and especially in the UK. So unless you're touring kind of internationally with it, where there's, a bit more audience for experimental theatre. Yeah. In the UK, it's kind of really few and far between the gigs. Um, it's at an arts centre in the middle of Taunton on yeah. a Wednesday. And then the rest of the time, I've got to be working my minimum wage job, whatever that is, to pay my rent. Yeah. So that was, first of all, I always worked in catering, um, but like a dinner lady, dinner person, probably. Yeah. Um, and, the, and then I, I had jobs like that. And then I got a job in a gym on a reception. And that's when I met personal trainers and started to kind of feel like, oh, hang on a minute, this world that I always felt was very, very separate to me Mm. is actually, oh, it's not as intimidating as I thought. And everyone's really vulnerable in here and started to learn a bit more about it. And yeah, so that's kind of, then I got into it because of the between touring thing. Then it, it felt a bit contagious because I felt like I would talk to someone about it. Who's like, oh yeah, I like that too. And I want to do that, but I don't like yeah. gyms. And so, and then I just wanted to up my own game in terms of if I was responsible for friends working out or telling them what I was doing or whatever, I wanted to make sure yeah. I could do that properly and safely. Yeah, um, yeah. And then also in like, just to bring it back round with all the kind of, queerness and queerness of jobs lifestyle um sexuality and gender yeah. i wanted to be then a personal trainer who kind of isn't what we might think of as a personal trainer not because of my body or the way i put it out there but just yeah because you know i get it i get i get what it's like to be in the arts or mm. whatever if that answers your question it does <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm really fascinated by the kind of black and white binary view that you get when you're 
learning, you know, how to encourage people or how to teach people to move their body to achieve different things. It's so interesting, isn't it? I, I, my assumption is that it's an assumption, obviously, as you said, that, um, you know, everyone's either a man or a woman. And that if they're a man, they're like this. If they're a woman, they're like this. And they probably, they, they, yeah, they're all straight. Yeah. They probably all work in an office long hours. Yes, sitting exactly. down all the time. Okay. Da, 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 da. You know, yeah. there's no accounting for... Um, I don't know, and I wonder anyone if there's else. any, any, yeah, anyone else. But and then, and then to get into like the complications of people's personal needs and history in terms of mental health, in terms of their relationship with eating. Like, I certainly felt like the first, my first experiences with a personal trainer, I still loved them, but over time, I realised I was in a bit of a factory mill in terms of treatment like I could never uh, it was with the first personal trainer I ever had that I discovered I loved weightlifting in or powerlifting at least and then and then still with that same trainer sort of discovering going through the motions of making my peace with or not making my peace with actually I always loved feeling like I was getting more muscular but um, what interesting discussions that threw up with her, actually, and with family members and stuff like that. Like the looking physically muscly on a woman. Um, and But I could never... Be, my, the short of it is I could never really genuinely persuade them that I didn't want to just secretly just really just end up thin, ideally. <laughs> Yeah. And actually, it was all whilst I was on a journey in therapy to realise that. Um, but still, I mean, I just, I'm in awe of anyone who tries to take on somebody's <laughs> everything when it when it comes to that. Because also, it does feel like a bit of a never-ending journey. I can't pretend that I don't, st- like, I still don't love my appearance. I'm not sure a PT can ever fix that. Um, it's such a complicated job if you're able, if you're going to go, right, I'm going to be prepared to work with someone who's like, I can't talk about eating at all. I just want to do this, this and this and feel good. Or I'm in a situation where I can't get enough sleep, but I would love to have a tummy like this or whatever. Like, I guess you get people with totally unrealistic goals. I don't know. I'm just waffling, really. I just think it's an enormous task to take on the entire person. But it is also like surely what everybody should be attempting to be doing if yeah. you're taking on it's such a huge task if someone comes to you and goes it's such a vulnerable thing isn't it to go of course it is i'd yeah. like to change my body in this way yeah especially if they're going do you know if they're a woman going i want to look like a, i want to look really ripped and muscly yeah. or yeah. i want to bulk up for this and they're not an athlete they are general public yeah they're, yeah they're just a person that doesn't meet the standards of the ones you were told you'd meet yeah exactly and it's just about reframing i think like because yeah you what you're saying there about having to take on the whole person that's so true I mean anyone who comes to me at the moment my business is sort of really shaped over the last year lockdown because obviously touring stopped so that gave me a bit more time to focus on what my personal training business is then I currently work with people who who I either meet a bit like this but on more of more informal whatsapp chat um video chat where we kind of I'll take someone through a workout and that's just, so I see, I see them just for the sessions. Yeah. Um, and that is about utilizing a home equipment that people have based on what they want. Some people, it's just about motivation and just having someone there to be like, come on, this is what we'll do today. Yeah. And then I also work with a few people on, on a plan that is a bit more like, here's a, some guidance for nutrition. Here's a training program mm. for you to stick to. But the thing about that is, it is about taking on this the, the whole person. So if somebody it's, I don't want to promote, which is where it's kind of, I get really interested in that and really sensitive about it on social media. I try not to put posts on about my personal training business all the time because I don't yeah. think that everyone should be trying to get thin or lose weight or whatever, you know. Mm. I, I, so I, I make it, I try and make it, clear enough that I am a personal trainer and let anybody who is seeking one like me surface. And then we start a chat about what that person wants. And with the plans, it's not about putting people on a diet. It's about finding out how essentially the secret, right. To a, to a kind of transformation plan is just finding out it's an experiment all the way along. And it's about finding out what is the least amount of exercise I can 
I can have you doing, which for a lot of people is taken away all the cardio that they think they've got to do and all the classes right. that they go to. And it's, it's like, what is the minimum amount of exercise I can give you and the most amount of calories I can yeah. put you on for your body to work. And yeah. the, the worst thing about the kind of Instagram culture and all of that about fat loss, it, it's like, oh, it's about restriction and it's about, you know, breaking your bloody balls because you're working out all the time. I don't work out yeah. all the time. I work out like three times a week. That's it. And yeah. I eat loads. And yeah. not because I'm trying to get massive or put yeah. on loads of weight. Or just because bloody love food. It's great. Yeah. And I need it. And I like to train. I just want to be happy. Yeah. yeah. And surely that is way more important because... And, and, and sometimes it's just about trying to get that through to people. Like starting work with people and like you mentioned sleep what's your sleep yeah. like let's look at that first oh, no, massive, you can't change your body if you don't and, it, and that's if you want to change your body because yeah you know in some ways why why question that but also you know if you want to be making any adaptations whether that's to get stronger whether that's to get your muscles bigger or whether that's yeah. to lose weight which are three different training things yeah. like different things um it's You've just got to kind of get your sleep in place. Hormonally, you need to be in a good place for any of those yeah. adaptations to happen. And and it's just about consistency. So it's like really simple. Not easy, but it's simple. But yeah. There's so much shit out there that people take bits from, make into a thing like, oh, carbs are bad for you or whatever. And yeah. And they believe that and they're scared of them and... Yeah, it's sad. Sorry, that, that was a bit of a... It is sad. No, it's so spot on. I think the other thing... I mean, you've nailed... I mean, yeah. Well, it's very lovely to hear. It's very lovely to know that there are PTs, or at least one, here you are, that will like be looking at it from that point of view, especially to the extent that if someone comes to you and goes, I just, you know, I need to lose weight, be, that there'll be, you know, even if it's not the first thing you ask straight back, because... Is, is 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 actually let's look into why. Yeah. But it's um. Oh, I think yeah. I can only speak from my own experience. I I have worked with so many fascinating people now in terms of in fitness, um, because I found something I love. But I, I also I think there's an element of, can we find something you love? I mean, I think yeah. that's the only reason I, I would ever be, I, I'm very careful with my, same similar, like I'm very careful with my social media every now and again, like the, that brilliant This Girl Can campaign sent me a t-shirt and a tote bag. And I was like, well, I've just learned to do a handstand at 36, 37 at the time. I will do a handstand take a picture. And a yes. Why but that's the just, Yeah, that's the, that's as close as I ever want to get to being anybody's fucking fitspiration yeah. because ultimately I and I I'm not going to pretend that this is rock solid and I never question it but ultimately I found an exercise I love doing uh, and I do it because it's something I genuinely for the first time now I look forward to doing it and I enjoy it what I enjoy it in advance of it I enjoy it while I'm doing it and I love how it makes me feel afterwards and it's opened the doors to other types of exercise because now I'm not viewing movement moving my body through the prism of and at the end of this you'll be thin and then you'll be happy it's about well you just do it if you're happy now and you do I and now I'm so far along the line of that that I am aware that there are you know, there's frustration and discomfort with, like, I've just done couch to 5K. And I ha I thought I hated running, but I I was like, well, I, because my weightlifting in the, in the last year has been in the context of CrossFit, where bits of running come up. And I, I had a psychological block on it in the sense that, like, if there was any workout that came up with even a 100 metre run in it, I'd be like, oh, fuck it out. And I've, there yeah. are a few movements yeah. like that that I just hate. And it's like, I do know that my body can do that movement. It's just not practised in it. So let's yeah. see if like, and I do think the couch to 5k is genius in how it's, well, it's certainly, funnily enough, a lady was waxing my tuppence. Oh yeah. And she was, she was talking about how, how couch to 5k has changed her life, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and I was like, do you know what? If it's that, I, why not? And then I thought, we'll just see, I'll do week one where it's like a minute's running and then a nice long walk again and again. And I was like, oh, I think, 
you know, I can do that, actually. And I think it's very well designed in the sense that how it builds up to longer runs. And the yeah. first time I ran for 20 minutes without stopping, afterwards, very involuntarily, I had a little cry at how chuffed I was yeah, with myself. absolutely. Um, it's brilliant. And so have you completed that now? Yeah. So you so can I'm run gonna, 5K? Well, it doesn't... No, I run at... My run, let's be clear, is more of a bouncy walk. Yeah, but Jess, so, that is what running is. So th- yeah. this is another thing that I think is really important is that I, I speak to a few people who are like, oh, I can't run. I hate running. I can't do it. Yeah. And I had an absolute breakthrough with running a few years ago because I was the same. I thought, well, I, I run for five minutes and I'm dead. You know, I don't want to, yeah. I can't, how do people I don't keep like, doing I that? Do, I genuinely, I mean, I don't know if you've ever had anyone say this to you as a personal trainer. I had to say to everyone I've ever had, I don't like to be out of breath. Right, yeah. And that's quite hard to hear, I think. Yeah. But um, I don't mind being... I actually have made my peace with it a bit, thanks to CrossFit. Yeah, because that's good for you. I don't want to feel like I'm about to be sick, pass out, Mm. and I've got very like big legs and well they're not long but wide and um and when that you know when you get to the point where your leg is shaking I don't like that. Mm. I don't like feeling out of control, but I don't mind now being out of breath to a sort of middle point where I'm like, I'm not going to die. It's yeah. just, my body's just asking for a bit more oxygen. But also, don't you get Take really breath. out of breath when you weight lift? Across yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. And, you, yeah. and you, you're all right with that now? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Up to a point. <laughs> to as soon as my leg goes wobb, as soon as my legs start wobbling, I think, oh, I feel really out of control. Yes. And if I start yeah. to feel queasy or like faint, I like, fuck, fuck this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I can't, I can't finish this one. I'm having, I'm taking a minute. Yeah. But that's the thing yes. about running. It really is a bouncy walk. And and I think yeah. if people could, you've got to think of it as going for a jog. Yeah. Long, a, I used to think walk. I had to run and I'd run. And of course you get to a point where you don't, you can't go, especially if you do CrossFit, because that's very yeah. high reps. It's, it's bash it out. It's as many rounds as possible. It's, you know, every minute on the minute. So it's quite, yeah. the, the energy system that you're in there is about like quick, fast, uh, you know, fast twitch muscle fibers. Yeah, yeah, sprinty. And, I think yeah. that's why I like. I like the sprints and then the longer ones where, yeah. Exactly. But I just have to go, I have to, more than anything, go, you're, you're, I don't compare, you know, no comparing, no, no. goals. I quite work well with having yeah. zero goals and going, I just have to be just me in my own head. And the goal exactly. for this is to just keep moving all through it. No, literally, and so that, that's it. Yeah. And that's all it needs. I feel guilty because I feel like I'm getting a free therapy and you can have it. It's not free. It's not free. Speaking of which, I did send we... you a Kit Kat Chunky Biscoff Limited Edition Biscoff flavour. Should we best, try it before I run out of tea? Of yes. Now, I have you got a cup of tea? I have got a cup of tea, and I've been trying to keep it warm because I do have okay. quite a small temperature window when it comes to tea. Okay. Ah, oh, put too much milk in it. Nightmare. Do you want right, to microwave so... it? No. I don't have a microwave. Right. Can I just say, have you ever used that as a straw for a cup of tea? No. Oh, my God. Very excited. What's going to happen to me? Well, first of all, what we're going to have to do is bite off each end. Great, because I love doing that anyway. Oh, great. Wrap her off. Wrap her off. Totally nude. It's a Biscoff special Kit Kat Chunky. Yeah. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, my God. I wasn't expecting that. Stop Mm. it. Yeah, really nice. I better get a little picture of the Biscoff innard. Mmm, that's yours. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, other end. Teeth marks in that. This that is, is how gorgeous. I'd eat a Kit Kat chunky normally. Is it how you would? Do you know what? Ends I off. For, I haven't had one for ages, and I feel like they've got smaller. Mm. Do you? I feel like they're creeping towards so. the size of a normal. I think I have a regular I have regular meetings with them and so I've probably not noticed it now okay, this is straight in. so try right you're gonna have to <laughs> you're gonna have to suck on that a few times okay great Till a little bit of tea reaches the mouth okay let's and it's see, just a case it of works. one in right yeah did you get some oh tea through there I right. did go for a couple more and then okay. bite into it Okay, what? Okay, suck end or tea end? Mmm. <laughs> tea end. Right, now let's go for a bite and see if that... 
I don't know if that's hot enough. Oh, what? It's so good. Oh, my God. Mmm. That is gorgeous. Oh, my God. I think it works better with a classic Kit Kat. Yeah, I think it might... But I still... The flavour of the tea Mm. up through the wafer and the biscoff. Mmm. That is delicious. What an absolute... You've really taught me something special there. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. That is what I wanted to do today. That is memorable and delicious. Also, Mm. it feels really like... A bit like the burger, like... It feels like a visceral, glorious, satisfying way to eat a thing. What? On Zoom? As in... Well, no, to just dunk it in there and suck the tea up through oh, it. Yeah. Then, because then you kind of can't fuck about. You've got to just eat yeah. it then. There's no like... No, exactly. um, yeah. it's, a, it's no daintiness. There's no... <laughs> I'd love one day. If I ever were to have any input into a place where people paid to come and eat, you know, like a restaurant or whatever, mm. or a cafe or something, I would love it to be the sort of place where the food is incredible, but that this is how you're encouraged to eat. Yeah. Like... With naked. a recommended ritual. Yeah. Yes, Actually, exactly. Me, me and, and, it, and it to be hands in, you know, yeah. and and <laughs> chompy and big and mucky. Yeah, yeah I, I'd go often. Great. But me and my brother have this thing where we, where we say, do this, like a recommended way of eating something. So if you're eating mm. something that's amazing, or you're eating the same thing, but you realise that a particularly good combination in a mouth mm. is this with that. We say, do this. Do this. Yeah. Oh, I like that. And then you have to do it to try yeah. it. <laughs> yes. Do you know what? A sip of tea with the Biscoff in that. Now it's gone all squidge. Fuck, it's so good. That's so mm. nice. The tea tastes extra tea It tastes really fresh. Mine's gone a bit cold, but it's sort of working. Mine's cold. But you do, what I quite liked about the Biscoff in that Kit Kat mm. is that it really gives it the biscuity edge that yeah. a classic biscuit dunk would do. Yeah. Whilst still remaining Kit Katty. Mm. Fuck yeah. This has been my favourite eating hoovering for a long time. Oh. I got oh, so oh. hungry for it as well before this record. Yeah. I've, everything's just, the stars have aligned. In terms of where my head, heart, mouth and tongue are. No, same. same ready for this lunch and this chat. Mm. I'm going to ask you some quick fire nonsense. Okay, yeah, great. Have you ever had a patch where you ate the same thing every day? No. Yes and no to that. Because mm-hmm. I did quite recently do a project with an incredible photographer. Um, where I, would, I did do a naked photo shoot. And... Um, for that, I decided to do a kind of prep for it. Right. Um, but mainly to kind of experience what that was like. You know, I researched a trainer that I really wanted to work with and I'd been following him for years and I've learned a lot from him and he's not about, you know, anything silly like getting, you know, it, you know, it, it's really kind of, I really love the way he works. So mm-hmm. I worked with him and... I, but I didn't. I still didn't eat the same thing every day because I really do love food, and yeah. for me, it, it is. Yes, it's fuel, but it will never mm. be just a functional thing for me. I can't. I hate. I get really sad if a meal is not very good. You know, if I if I cook something, it's a yeah. bit disappointing. I find it really disproportionately disappointing. So. Yeah. I hear you. It's so nice to hear that from a fitness person. Oh, God. In my head, like, I think, and, yeah, I think, oh, I think the people that manage to treat, you can tell when someone's, like, constantly, like, adapting their body for their sport, and that's their life, do find that people that, or or because they're, I don't know, an actor that needs to stay tiny, or a jockey, or, or someone who needs to stay, like, get... You know, and now I'm doing this type of weightlifting, so I need to bulk up. And now I'm doing, but now I want to up my gymnastics, so I'm just going to lose this weight. And da, da, da. I find that the people that can just do that generally don't say what you just said. They say, nah, it's just fuel, isn't it? And you're like, oh, no, really not. I can fucking ball my eyes out for half a day because I let myself get a bit peckish. Like, or because, you know, just the prospect of 
Oh, I don't yeah. know. It's so uh, much more complicated ways, than that. In some ways, I respect it, the, the kind of detail. Yeah, me too. Ne- and I'm in awe of it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. great. Because life's too short, I think. Yes. Five second rule, yes or no? That's going to depend where and what. If it's... Fine. Yeah. I mean, if it's something that stuff can stick to, no. If it's a crisp, fine. Great. Yeah, something you can blow and it's if not just going to... If you can blow it off. <sighs> yeah. So if you can huff the dirt off. <sighs> exactly. I think that's a good rule. Quick blow um, and it will go in, but otherwise, no. Is there anything that you hate or love that everybody else does the opposite of? Oh. Well, I don't like fish and I wish I did. It's very good for you, but I really don't like that. I can. It's a food I love that I can 100% understand why anyone would hate. Yeah. It, get the smell wrong even and you're like, no, no, no. What? A bone? <laughs> no, no, no. That'd ruin it. Um, eyes. Yeah, not quite off. Oh, eyes. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no eyes. No, yeah, there's loads of things wrong with it. I feel like it's the sort of thing I'm like, I love it, but am I a perf? I feel the same about no, eggs. it's brilliant. Oh, no, I love eggs. Like, oh, I love eggs. And then yeah. you're like, but I can understand why someone would hate them. Yeah. And this is disgusting. Do you want to know something really disgusting? <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you. But okay. the other night, I did a eggs. fart. Okay. I did a fart. I yeah. was reading my son a story at bedtime, and I sneaked what I thought was a harmless fart out. And he got a bit further under the covers, and he went... I can smell eggs. And I was like, I, I have to apologise. I <laughs> farted into your bed. Had you had and, eggs? And I had, a long time ago, but yes, in the day, I was like, yeah, that's, that's my fart you can smell. And he, and he went, I don't mind it. Can we have eggs tomorrow? And I was like, oh, yeah. It, it advertised <laughs> eggs. Oh, God. I that. farted in that. I farted in that. <laughs> scrambled eggs. And, uh, no, oh, that's yeah. amazing. I re- yeah, I disgusted myself. That's like so disgusting that it's almost like not. You know, when you, you've done it, if, if you can do a fart, it that smells like full food. Circle? It's gone full circle. Yeah. Oh no, I think it's worse. <laughs> I think it's like in the same way that it's worse if you smell. It's worse if you smell someone's poo that someone's tried to mask with perfume. Yes, like agreed. the smell of shit through deodorant is yeah, worse. It's worse than, 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 than shit. just shit. Yeah. Just let shit be shit, and yeah. I also don't want the smell of shitty air to smell of a food but I mean it worked for a five year old and yeah, they are disgu- really, they're really you know. disgusting um, well, I really regret telling you but we've done it I've done it now um, hangover what are you having classic while I decide would be a, a pack of salt and vinegar squares and a can of coke and that will be that will take me into what am I having to properly deal with yeah. I don't I mean I don't drink loads these days <laughs> but also um I can be really hungover after not very much alcohol so I'll be needing it's the very, crisps on um, standby it very uh, ebbs and shifts doesn't it I've mm. um lockdown one just drank on through it mm. and that and the summer the more recent lockdowns I've um I say that actually not not constantly but then um the more recent lockdowns I've been like, no, don't, don't, just take, take, a bit like you were saying about, well, not none, but going, you don't need to, like, just have a drink. Do you fancy a drink? Yeah. Okay. Have one. Yeah. Brilliant. Moderation. <laughs> it's like, oh. And it's like, oh, I can do that, actually. I'm yeah. not already my parents, and yeah. I can do that. Um, and what that's meant is, on the odd occasion where you do go, no, I'm having another one and another one, I feel very rotten. Mm. the next day my tolerance has gone to shit yes same um, and uh, wow, we've got a lovely summer ahead of us in the park where I'm sure we can exactly sort out that actual problem <laughs> yeah um, I love a salt and vinegar square I don't so think do you can I. go wrong anyone who doesn't like that I think I'd be like well that would be a, I don't um, that would be a deal breaker in terms of friendship yeah me, I think yeah I think you go oh you found the um, you found the boundary boundary of my empathy there and it's a hard it's a hard wall it's a dam <laughs> how do you it's feel a about big... a disco while we're on salt and vinegar fan Please. big fan yeah same can i just check do you ever remember nobody remembers this but there was a very brief time circa late 90s when discos in the packet had an extra bag sachet 
of the salt and vinegar flavor. And it was like extreme. And it was only in some bags. What? Yeah. No, honestly. Uh, really? Nobody remembers it, but I... Oh, God, I'd love it. Often I'd got that. that. It, it was also one of those things where, you know, it was, it was hardly a gamble because chances are you're going to get one. <gasps> I would... I... I've had an involuntary mouth reaction to that news. Yeah, no, and, and I, I couldn't be yeah. fuller. Like I, I'm really like I'm, I'm stuffed and happy and yeah. sated, and still the you, thought you, of extra salt and vinegar flavouring yeah. on an already one of the most potent and fierce. Exactly. Yeah, it was incredible, and and actually it was too much to have on its own. And and I yeah. I love a salt and vinegar crisp that makes my mouth feel like it's bleeding mm. by the end of the yes. bag. Yeah, and itching it, and bleeding. Yeah, yeah. And it was like that. And borderline yeah. too much to try not on a crisp. Great. Anyway. Fucking hell. That was long, that was many years ago. Well, if they do sort time travel out in our lifetime, Nikki, we know what we're doing I'll take first. You. I'll, take you. I'll take you right back there. Take so me back to 1999. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and let's have a disco. Brilliant. Oh, I snorted. A magical turnip does a spell on humans out of furiousness at having weirdly gone out of fashion, despite being delicious. And the spell is that every time a human tries to drink a liquid, it turns to sand. It's awful. At first, it's just dusty and coughing and everybody really having more gravies and custards than usual and chewing them a lot, so they definitely don't count as a drink. But eventually, obviously, the real implications become obvious and we realise we're all going to perish. But the magical turnip agrees to break the shitty spell, but only if you, and we it does have to be you, agree to throw a 15 kilogram bag of rice over, up, over. Do you know if you've ever seen the Highland Games, there's a, there's a move where they have to throw a heavy thing up very, very high. You have to throw it up over a very tall lorry over and over again for 35 hours, all the while singing Tina Turner's Private Dancer on a loop. Wow. It sounds impossible, but you do it. You're a hero. Um, your reward is a place in history so it will be saved us all from a lifetime of well from death actually from the old sand liquid yes and um, dehydration you are exactly you are oh like you couldn't be happier everyone that <laughs> yeah yeah you're the new god yeah you are a god actually like it's you don't need to work again ever you can do what you like the work like everything you couldn't be more happy as a clam um, but your reward in the moment is the feast of your dreams and it's a fantasy feast. Um, and bearing in mind, you are hungry because you've done all well, that yeah, be um, rice yeah. over the lorry business. So you couldn't be happy, you couldn't be hungrier. The food doesn't have to exist. I don't care about any consequences, ethical, health, etc., etc., etc. What in that scenario would be the feast of your dreams? And if there's a who, with and where, who, with and where? Um, oh God, that's, well, no, probably not rice. Because I'd be sick of no. it by that by that yeah. point. Um, I'm thinking it would probably be, for the sake of the fantasy question, a sort of tapas of everything I've ever loved, which is quite a lot of things food-wise. And I'm not necessarily one to mix and match, but I think in this case I would. So there would be some kind of mains feast, which might be, I quite like Greek food, might be a big Greek spread. Or Turkish, that kind of thing, which is a bit tapasy. But then mm. I, I'd have some additional. There'd be what, there'd be a bag of those discos there with the with the sachet. Um, I have got a, a a great snack, which is um, a bowl full of sweet and salty popcorn from Tesco, mm. specifically. Unfortunately, okay, yes. because it's the best one, um, and crispy M and M's combined so there would be kind of gigantic bowls of that yeah for you know palate cleansers um and there would be quite a few bars of every flavor of tony's chocolate only okay great yeah 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 very nice that's the best chocolate and then yeah but in terms of well i'd just be so hungry at that stage wouldn't i yeah lots of delicious foods 
yeah cheese you know probably some meat maybe you know just to have yeah. a little bit of there's no consequences so you can have oh, loads yeah. of meat brilliant yeah everything and who who everyone that i know <laughs> who i haven't been able to see for a year yeah okay it's gonna be quite a big bash then yeah it's gonna be a big bash and it's gonna be indoors just because <laughs> we can really cramped in a corner of a restaurant yeah and there will yeah. be some jalapeno grillers there and <gasps> i'd be inviting you jess just to try yes! that just to specifically to finally have yeah, a jalapeno grill. i'd need you to start with i promised you i'd sauce okay yeah fine yeah i'll be there and i'll do it great Thank you very much for doing this. No, thanks so much. I feel like I could have talked to you for hours. About I know. Well, I could have cracked on for hours as well. Um, got other shit I've got to do, annoyingly. Otherwise, I would. Um, maybe we'll do a part two one day. Brilliant. What a beautiful guest. Who even knew you could get really personal, personal, personal training? Hmm, not me. Make sure to get following her on the Instagram. It's at Nikki Hobday and it's Nikki, N-I-C-K-I, um, Hobday, H-O-B-D-A-Y. And um, you'll find out about her theatre performance work, but also there's loads of such interesting and clever insights about gym life and making gyms psychologically accessible. Um, she's written pieces about that. It's such an interesting and novel and refreshing take on gym type things, I think. Um, and eating, and so nice, so nice to eat, to eat stuff like that with a fitness lady. Um, feel free to support the podcast with lovely reviews and recommendations, or with your actual money if you like, either on Acast supporter or on Patreon. Links to uh, those things, to Nikki's Instagram, and to everything else interesting that we mentioned in the podcast, as ever, are in the podcast notes. Follow uh, the podcast on social media at the Hoovering Pod. Follow me at Jessica Fosterku. Anything longer than a tweet to uh, send me, you can email me through my website and that's also where you'll find my rescheduled tour dates it's jessicafostigue.com huge thanks to acast for hosting the podcast hoovering is produced by emma corsham and the music is by mike greenway until next week happy hoovering flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's united healthcare insurance plans Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.